What is going on, Laker fans? Thank you very much for tuning in. We'll go till 9 o'clock tonight. Two hours of Lakers basketball. Plus, we'll talk a lot about these NBA playoffs. we got a lot of good topics to get into. I'm going to hit on the Ty Lue stuff about Laker fans cheering for the guy. I'm confused on that one. I'm confused, but I'm going to hit on that. Uh, plus, we'll spend a little time. You know, I'm curious to ask Laker fans. We'll do this as the show progresses. What should the criteria be for a statue outside Staples Center? So we'll spend a little time on that. Magic Johnson did uh, did the car wash this morning, so we got a lot of good stuff from Magic. We get a chance to react to it, but he was on uh, with Greeny. He was on with Keyshawn in the mornings. He was on uh, first take. So uh, a lot of things came out from that, so we'll, we'll spend some time on that. And then uh, Brad Turner from the LA Times will join the show as well. Okay, let's start with this. So as you guys know, kind of a Lakers fan. I, I would say, uh, I'd say Steve, that if somebody asked, uh, "What's your favorite NBA team?" I'm pretty sure most people can understand I'm a Lakers fan. Okay, is what it is. I think one of the beauties of sports is um, it's kind of the it, you love cheering for your team. You, you like going against certain teams. That that to me is kind of what makes sports so much fun. Uh, you're cheering for your squad. Uh, Ty Lue and the Clippers, who, by the way. You're going to hear me talk about the Clippers quite often probably throughout this show tonight. Um, They're still in it. They're in the Western Conference Finals. I definitely didn't think they'd be there after Kawhi went down with his injury. And the Lakers are not. So there are. it's not too often that we're sitting here and the Clippers are still in the playoffs. I know there were the years with Chris Paul and Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, but they, they didn't make it to the Western Conference Finals. So here we are two rounds in. Third round has started, and the Clippers are still in it. Ty Lue, I thought, had an interesting quote. So I was up in Big Bear for a couple of days. If you guys listen to the uh, Travis and Sliwa show on every morning, 8.55 in the morning till uh, 11 a.m., I was telling Travis, (laughs) look, am I kind of a kid when it comes to some of this stuff? I am, all right? Uh, My Friday night was ruined. Uh, Jazz rubbed 25 points, and then next thing I know, Clippers come all the way back, and they – uh, beat the Utah Jazz. They get to the Western Conference Finals. So I, I'm I'm reading, a, and it was actually a post-game uh, interview, but I, and, I, and I know this has kind of been talked about to a sense today, um, and Travis and I mentioned it for a brief second earlier this morning, but one of the things I get to do on Lakers Talk is I really get to kind of expand on my points. I really get a chance to take as many Laker fans, NBA fans. I get a chance to take a lot of these calls. So this will be a little bit different from previous conversations about this topic specifically. Uh, Ty Lue said this, and this was, I want to say a question. Uh, it says ESPN's Om Young Masuk. Maybe it came from Om. Maybe it just uh, Om had wrote, uh, written it. This was on Friday after they advanced to the Western Conference Finals. He says, teams have been starving for success. Team has been starving for success. Fan base doing the same thing. I know the Lakers are out there. I know there are a lot of Lakers out there, a lot of Laker fans here, but once the Lakers are gone, if we are not playing the Lakers, you should be cheering for the Clippers. It's all one city. All right, so that's Ty Lue's quote. When I first heard the quote, uh, a few things went through my mind. And I kind of took a second. I was like, hey, just let me really break that down because, Alan, he's talking to you. Ty Lue is talking to someone like myself who is obviously a Laker fan and um, – Pays a lot of attention to Los Angeles Lakers basketball. I don't think, maybe I'm wrong on this. I don't know if this is a thing. Do Clipper fans cheer for the Lakers when the Clippers are out? By the way, if they don't, 
I don't blame them because um, maybe there are fans out there that cheer both for the Lakers and the Clippers. I'm not 100% sure. This kind of has not been brought up to my attention before, so this is kind of new for me. It's different. So it took me kind of a second to take a step back and be like, all right, well, let me kind of understand what he's trying to get to. I could not come up. I could not come up. This is just me personally. I cannot speak for other people. I could not come up to a reasonable conclusion for myself, for Alan Sliwa, that I would be okay for cheering for the Clippers. But let me give kind of a little bit of my background, and then I think there's going to be a lot of you know Laker fans that can chime on chime in on this. By the way, also tonight, Clipper fans can chime in on this subject. Okay, yes, this is Lakers talk. I will give Clipper Flint Clipper fans a platform to voice their opinion on this because, to be honest with you, I think it throws me off a little bit. So let me just let me start off with this. Um, one of the main reasons why I love sports, okay? I love the storylines. I love the rivalries. Um, I love how ge- um, geography comes into play. So if you're from a certain city, then you're very prideful about that city. Um, or in this case, you know, there, there's certain brands like the Los Angeles Lakers that can – garner interest from people who are not even from Los Angeles, myself included. I'm born and raised in San Diego. I know that's not far, um, but there's Laker fans everywhere. Laker fans sitting in Phoenix. They're sitting in Sacramento. They're sitting in Chicago. They're sitting in New York. I do a lot of these shows during the season. I I do specifically on YouTube. I do kind of a, a Lakers talk version just for social media, and there's a portion of that show. I call it Roll Call. Roll Call is I let Anybody who's listening, tell me what city they're tuning in from, and I give them a shout-out on the air. Trust me when I tell you this, Laker fans, they're freaking everywhere. Everywhere. Certain brands, this is kind of part of the allure. The Yankees have more fans just outside of New York. The Dodgers have more fans outside of just L.A. Use the the series they just had against the Arizona Diamondbacks. I was telling Travis this morning, I'm like, did you see Walker Bueller walking off the mound? And it looked like it was literally looked like a Dodgers home game at Dodger Stadium. So not every brand is created equally. Let's let's put it that way. Um, more things I love about sports. I love the history between two teams, right? When they're going up against each other and they have this rivalry, this back and forth. That's the Lakers and the Celtics, right? And, and for the Lakers, you could even, you know, I, I think there's a lot of teams that call the Lakers a rival. I think Portland considers the Lakers a rivalry. I think the Suns consider the Lakers a rivalry. Maybe the Clippers do, but a lot of teams consider the Lakers a rival. The, rival, the, the Lakers really only have one rival. It's the Boston Celtics. Now, you might have other teams that bothers you throughout the process. So, long story short, um, there's a lot that I like about sports. And this is probably the thing I like most about sports. When you don't like another squad, right? When you're rooting against another team because maybe they're in their way, they're in your way, or maybe there's some history between the two teams. Unfortunately for the Lakers and Clippers, there's never been the, the two paths have never crossed, which is kind of crazy. But they've never crossed. Literally in the playoffs, these two teams have never crossed. But there are some storylines between the Lakers and the Clippers. And myself personally, um, yeah, I'm looking for the Lakers to win. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for the Lakers win. If there's teams that are in their way, like the Los Angeles Clippers, I root for that team to lose. Um I think the the Lakers and the Clippers have kind of an interesting last couple of years against each other, right? 
Last year was supposed to be Lakers and the Clippers. The offseason, remember, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard go to the Clippers. Lakers end up with Anthony Davis. These two are going to face mano a mano. They never face each other. Lakers win. So we're just kind of starting to get some history between the Lakers and the Clippers. But it's there. It exists. I'm sure Clipper fans are not rooting for the Los Angeles Lakers, just as Laker fans are not rooting for the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, This, to me, is part of what makes sports so great. So I hear what Ty Lue is trying to say, but I can't comprehend what Ty Lue is trying to say. I understand where he's coming from that um, because it's in L.A., you're going to just automatically find yourself rooting for the Clippers if the Lakers are out. I just don't think that's how it works. I just don't. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to throw out the phone number and, you know, I'll get a chance to hear from Laker fans. By the way, like I said, I will also get a chance to hear from Clipper fans. Um, I'm happy to take Clipper calls tonight so they can – do. A, would a Clipper fan even want a Laker fan joining in here? I'm sure – I know 100% Laker fans are – maybe I'm wrong on this – would not be interested in cheering for the Los Angeles Clippers – but you know what? Maybe people can surprise me here over the course of the show and tell me that, no, they're okay with it. Whether it's Lakers or it's a Clippers, it doesn't matter. That's why we do the show. So we open it up to phone lines. Kind of This is the platform for it. Phone number is 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-ESPN. I, I've obviously made it very clear. And I'm not, listen, this ain't disrespect or anything. I, I just... I. I don't have a personal interest of wanting to see the Clippers win because I'm a Los Angeles Lakers fan. But I'm also going to be objective, and I'm going to give credit where credit's due. I said this in the morning with Travis. I'll say it again. Pretty damn impressive where the Clippers are sitting right now. Clippers are sitting in the Western Conference Finals, and they were able to do that without Kawhi Leonard in those last two games against the Utah Jazz. I didn't think that the Clippers were going to get this far. I didn't. Um... And this has been the unfortunate situation of the playoffs, period, in the NBA. The unfortunate part of the playoffs is stars are missing left and right. Lakers are not in the Western Conference Finals. Not that they weren't talented enough, but Anthony Davis was out. Uh, Brooklyn's not in the Eastern Conference Finals, not because they weren't talented enough, but because Kyrie and James Harden virtually could not participate in you know some capacity. All three of them obviously never played together. The Clippers are arguably the one lone team left in the playoffs that had a significant injury to to their star and are still there. That's impressive. That's, That's giving credit where credit's due. And I've always hesitated to give the Clippers credit because they hadn't accomplished anything. Even to this point, you're in the Western Conference Finals. It's the furthest they've ever been in their franchise history. Um... So I guess you could say that part is impressive, but we'll see kind of what, what happens from here. So this is what I'm going to do when we come back. I'll take Laker calls. I'll take Clipper calls. If there are Clipper fans out there that want to kind of give their side of the equation here what Ty Lue said, you can do it. I'm Maybe I'm crazy here. I'm giving Clipper fans a platform on Lakers talk. Phone number is 877-710-ESPN. And, you know, I'm expecting this. If a Clipper fan calls in and runs their mouth a little bit, I'm kind of expecting it. I've been running my mouth for a long time about the Clippers. So you guys want to run your mouth? You can run your mouth. Just know that. You know, I'm obviously going to be reacting to it. And then other Laker fans are going to pile on as well. So just be 
just be aware of what you're getting yourself into. I will take some phone calls when we come back. Phone number is uh, 877-710-ESPN. Before we go to break here, I just want to give a quick uh, shout-out here to Harris Resort SoCal. Pack your victory dance and go all in on fun at Harris Resort SoCal. From dining to unwinding, fun is a sure bet at the best resort in fun or California. Are you game for a getaway? Start planning your trip by visiting harrissocal.com. About 110 miles away from uh, downtown Los Angeles, a great, great place to get away for a couple of days. Um, We all need that. We all kind of need reset, especially under this COVID era that it's been. If you're not comfortable getting on a plane or anything along those lines, Harris Resort Resort SoCal, you can start planning a trip at harrissocal.com. All right, your phone calls when we come back. Appreciate you guys being a part of the show. We got a packed show tonight. Thank you for being a part of it. This is Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Clippers uh, still in the playoffs. Lakers not. Not accustomed to this, Laker fans, but this is the reality. The Los Angeles Clippers in the Western Conference Finals, their first time in their franchise history. Um, we're having the conversation, you know, everybody by now has heard what Ty Lue said after their win was, all right, Lakers are out. Shouldn't shouldn't people here in L.A. be rooting for the Clippers? It's the same city. Um, I, I don't think that's the way. I can only speak for myself, so I'll continue to say this. But I do feel like I have a really good pulse, obviously, for Laker fans. I've been doing Lakers talk for over five years now here on 710. And then obviously now these last couple of years, Lakers pre, post, and everything else. So you feel like you have a good gauge of what Laker fans are, not because I had to learn it, but because – I, I'm I'm one of them, right? You know, I'm a born and raised Laker fan. I'm only only literally the only reason why I think I have this opportunity to have this microphone in front of me is because I'm passionate about the brand. I'm pra- passionate about the Lakers, and um, a lot of it just comes natural. I'm not forcing any of it. Well, watching a lot of these playoff games, oh no, no, I got I got my angles. Who I'm rooting for, who I'm not rooting for, and a lot of it ties back to the Lakers. I mean, if I'm watching a Phoenix Suns game yesterday and the Suns eliminated the Lakers and I'm still rooting for Phoenix, it just kind of tells you something, right? You you literally create your own storylines, but I don't make them out of thin air. I make them from my fandom. So we'll, we'll take some um, we'll take some uh, calls here. I want to you know throw this out there because I threw it out before we went to break. I'm happy to take Clipper calls. I'm happy. If a Clipper fan wants to comment on their predicament, their situation. If there's a Clipper fan that has a message for Laker fans here on Lakers Talk, call into the show. I'll give you a platform to talk. Now, we're going to have to go mano a mano on this one. we got to go back and forth a little bit. Uh, Clippers are in the playoffs. The Lakers are not. This is not something, obviously, that we're accustomed to. So 877-710-ESPN. Let's start off with Frank in East LA. Frank, what's going on? Thank you for calling into Lakers Talk. What's up, Steve? Well, so I, I'm a lifelong Laker fan, you know, born in 1980. We won a champ in 1980, you know, have my daughter in 2000. We win another championship. I didn't have a grandkid in 2020, but we still won a championship. Like, you know, 
Like I just love Lakers, but I'm also not a I'm also not a Clipper hater. So mm-hmm. I really never had no issue with the Clippers. I followed those Alton Brand teams, you know, all the way back to Dominique Wilkins, right? Um, but when that CP3 trade got blocked and he went to the Clippers, Clipper fans started trolling Laker Nation. And that got annoying after a while. Hmm. So because of that and just constantly hearing them always, we Clipper, um, Chip City, blah, 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 all this stuff. Like, y'all ain't haven't done nothing. Congratulations. You made it to the Western Conference Finals, but you still haven't done nothing. Win one chip, cool. Now we're doing something. You got to, you, you carved out a block in LA, you know? Well, Frank, and, 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 and I recognize. And I and I appreciate you calling in. And I think there's, you know, there's something to, I I get the geography part, and I'm with you on you got to do something. By the way, they just did something. They did. And I know if, I know for Laker fans, it's tough to kind of get that perspective of what do you mean they just did something? All they did was get to the third round of the playoffs. Well, they've never got to the third round of the playoffs, and they did it without Kawhi in the final two games against. The Utah Jazz, number one seed Utah Jazz. I could sit here and tell you Donovan Mitchell wasn't healthy. He didn't look healthy. Mike Conley didn't look healthy. They didn't have Kawhi. They didn't have Kawhi Leonard. So they did do something. They accomplished something for their standards, for the Clippers' standards. And frankly, if I'm the Clippers, I'm not really paying attention to the Lakers. There's no comparison there. Lakers, they're not going up against the Lakers in L.A. Lakers are arguably one of the greatest franchises in the history of sports. You can't go up against that. You know, this isn't an even matchup. But for the Clippers, this is the furthest that they've ever been. Did you think the Clippers were going to win that game when, when it was announced that Kawhi could miss the rest of the series? And even now, they haven't really announced any further than it's almost like a game-by-game basis with Kawhi. You, you thought they were getting through. Jazz were up 25 in game uh, six. 25. They blew that lead. So I I didn't think the Clippers were getting past the Utah Jazz once Kawhi got out. That's not breaking news. I think a lot of people thought that. So they did accomplish something. I I, I will actually give them credit for um, putting themselves in a position to get to the, you know, obviously get to the Western Conference Finals. All right, let me take a couple more calls here. Let's go to, let's go to Kevin in L.A. Kevin, what's going on? Thank you for calling in, bud. How you doing, Smith? Good, man. Talk to you. Listen to you, my man. I got a question. I don't know what the hell Tyron Lewis is talking about. <laughs> it, it really hurts to even see a former Laker champion speak on that, that clip. But let me tell you what the real deal is. And I'm down there lots of times when the Lakers are playing. I may not go to the game, but I hang out around the fans and all that. They have no respect. Hmm. They're very arrogant, disrespectful. I'm curious to see what the Clipper fans have to say. I can't wait to hear what they. I'm they waiting for them. I'm waiting, Steve. Won. Are they, Steve? You got to tell me if, if we get Clipper calls. I you I got to write on their Clippers for me, so I have an idea. But keep going, Kevin. Keep going. They're very. They just you you. And so when you hear that arrogance and they talk, you know they speak to you like they've done something. Well, I I just say one thing to them. I just say one number seventeen, my man. I, I don't have to say anything else to you. That's just the bottom line. So appreciate you calling. If you have something you want to appreciate you calling. In. Thank you, Kevin. Um. You know, I'm hoping for more of the perspective. I'm I'm not making this. Trust me when I tell you this. I'm not making this a Lakers versus Clippers thing. I'm not. I'm I'm talking more about your fandom, right? Because I think there are people who are sitting in Southern California. They're born born and raised in L.A., and they would say, no, no, no. If Clippers win, that's not a bad thing. That's good for Los Angeles. This represents the city well. Um, there might be people that have that perspective. Travis was telling me this morning, Travis said that 
He doesn't really care that once the Lakers are out, he doesn't doesn't pay attention. The only team he doesn't want to see win are the Boston Celtics. That all the other teams kind of fall into the same category. Sacramento, Phoenix, Clippers. Um, and then I think you have some fans like me who are like, no, nope, pretty feel pretty confident about this one. Hoping that uh hoping that they don't advance. And I'll go back to this. I'm gonna be objective when we're talking about the actual team. I'll be objective. I'll give you, I'll tell you exactly how I feel. Clippers did right, Clippers did wrong. I mentioned in that Dallas series that they had against the Clippers, Clippers and Dallas that went seven games. I'm like, what was everybody so excited about with them coming back 0-2? Why were they down 0-2 against the Dallas Mavericks? Even in this Jazz series, I thought those first two games they should have took advantage of no Mike Conley in Utah. They lost both of those games. So a lot of the playoffs so far, I wasn't giving them that much credit for. But these last two games, you can't turn away without giving them credit. Now, they lost yesterday to the Phoenix Suns. I'm obviously rooting for the Phoenix Suns. My take on this is a little bit different. But I don't, I'm don't. i not trying to make it a the, – the concept is not make it a – well, you know, I just don't like Clipper fans or Clipper fans. I just don't like Laker fans. I, I, I don't really care for that part. I'm just curious if there are Laker fans who uh, go out of their way to cheer for the Clippers because we're located here in L.A. Or from a Clipper side of it, you're sitting back saying, we don't need no Laker fans. Come cheer for us now. We're good. We're fine. We'll stay with the same amount of fans that we've had the amount, uh, you know, obviously the entire time and go from there. Okay, we got some Clipper fans. That's what I'm talking about. There we go. There we go. Uh, let's go with uh, Leo in West Covina. Leo, let me let me just kind of set this up here. You are on Lakers Talk. You are a Clippers fan, and I am giving you a platform. What do you got to say? This is Leo um, from from East Coast. Moved to LA in 2010. Um, so at the time, I'm, I'm I've been a basketball fan for over 30 years, mm-hmm. and so when I get here, I just want to pick up. Still there, Leo. Come on, Leo. I'm finally putting a Clipper fan on, and the phone line cuts out. All right, let's take uh, let's take another one. Leo, try to call back. Nicholas and Whittier. Nicholas, what's going on? What's going on? I just wanted to say Clippers and six, easy game over the Suns. Chris Paul's not coming back. But as far as the, oh, the Clippers haven't done anything, you know, what about Lob City? I mean, what about the last six, seven years of Clip- that the Lakers have been thinking it up, didn't even make the playoffs a couple times, and – Really, the only team that was carrying the banner in L.A. was the Clippers. So, Nicholas, I got a question. Happy that, I, I, I got know. a question. I got a question. Do you want Laker fans to cheer for the Clippers on this run, like Ty Lue said? I, well, here, no one wants anything from anyone, right? If you want to cheer, you know, we'll cheer with you. But we're not going to be, you know, it, it, it's not a Dodgers versus San Francisco kind of thing, right? Sure. For, for Clipper fans, at least. Mm-hmm. You know, in my opinion, if the Lakers are on, like when LeBron played against Steph Curry... Woo, I was when he hit that three at the late game. I cheered. Yeah, I got my heart racing. I mean, it's the Lakers. There's a lot to love, right? But it doesn't feel like the Lakers reciprocate the love to the Clippers at all, really. So you think it's more one-sided that it's Laker fans that want to see the Clippers lose, but Clippers don't care as much about if the Lakers lose? I think there are more diehard fans that are Lakers than diehard fans that are Clippers, just because you know. Well, of course. Thing. You know how it goes. Well, it's not uh, even just that. It's also, I mean, it's the, and Nicholas, I appreciate you calling in. Uh, first of all, I got, I got a couple thoughts here with Nicholas. Um, number one is, you guys, you weren't carrying the city in basketball for five years if you didn't get to the Western Conference Finals. Let, let's, I understand Lob City was cute and everything. 
and Lob City was exciting, but what you got on paper doesn't always <laughs> give you the results that you're looking for, right? At the end of the day, um, it might look good, but if if the results don't come with it, it's kind of irrelevant. So I'd be very careful to say you were carrying the flag in L.A., when it came to basketball. I know what you're trying to say. What you're trying to say was Clippers basketball was exciting. Lakers were at the lowest point they've ever been. But remember, what's the goal here? Is the goal to look good or is the goal to come through at the end of the day? Uh, That would be the biggest question. And Nicholas also did say Clippers in six. All right, let's do this when we come back. I kind of like this. Got to be honest with you, Laker fans. I kind of like hearing a little bit from Clipper fans here Gives me a little bit of perspective here. I'm starting to gain a little knowledge here. We're going to take more phone calls when we come back. Uh, if you're a Clipper fan and you call into Lakers talk, just expect. Maybe I go like one for one here. One Laker fan, one Clipper fan. Maybe they kind of go at, at each other a little bit here. By the way, when I say all this, you guys know I'm just, it, as much as we love sports, don't take any of this stuff too serious. This is, at the end of the day, it's a game. Uh, and sometimes I, I read some of my tweets and some of the tweets that I get, I'm like, are you guys really taking it this serious? It's not that serious. It's a game. But I think this is entertaining and I think it's a good conversation, especially that the Clippers are still in this and the Lakers are not. So we'll do take more phone calls. We come back. I still got to get into this. Uh, Magic said so many different things over um, the course of uh, this morning here on some of the different ESPN platforms. So um, he talks about the Lakers roster, talks about uh, LeBron if he gets another – a championship to potentially get a statue outside Staples. We got all this stuff. What's the criteria for a statue? I, I don't even know that. Um, all that coming up next. Appreciate you guys tuning in. This is Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. What an entertaining show so far. You know, this is uh, this is new to me. It's unique, and uh, I, I kind of like the... As much as, you know, we're going to spend so much time talking Lakers basketball, we do. This is obviously Lakers talk, but I also do top NBA stories. It's a very NBA-centric show, and you can't really avoid what's – or you can't kind of dodge what's going on. Clippers are in the Western Conference Finals. Whether, you know, you like to give them credit or you don't want to give them credit, it's a reality. And the way they got there um, was impressive, uh, especially since, you know, obviously Kawhi went down with his injury. So uh, it's been impressive. And I thought the Ty Lue stuff was incredibly interesting. And I am and by no means, um, and I'm about to take some more calls here, so I know we got some Clipper fans that want to uh, uh, get on. We got some Laker fans that want to get on. Um, I, I found his quote so interesting because instantly for me, I was like, yeah, it ain't going to work. It's just not going to work. And, and, I, and that's, but it, my perspective is going to be different than a lot of others. So I, I think there's, probably people who are born and raised in LA that only look at things, what's in the best interest of Los Angeles. By the way, many cities don't have this luxury like LA has. The luxury LA have is just ridiculous. This is what I'm talking about. LA's got two of everything, right? So 
you know, you want to cheer for the Rams, you want to cheer for the Chargers, you want to cheer for the Raiders, a lot of Raider fans obviously here. You want to cheer for USC, UCLA, I mean, powerhouses everywhere. And whether that team is an actual powerhouse or not, having a professional team in your city is, it's amazing. It's unbelievable. LA's got two in every sport. So it is pretty ridiculous um, because most of the time it just comes down to geography. It's like, no, no, you're just rocking what's in the best interest of a, of you know, uh, Sacramento or maybe you could say the Bay Area. I'm just kind of throwing out some different cities here, Phoenix, Denver, Utah, whatever the case is. But in L.A., you can have kind of in-city rivalries or in-city bickering because you have two of everything. All right, let me take a couple more calls here. Let's go to Matt in L.A. Matt, what's going on? Thank you for calling into Lakers Talk. What's going on? Doing well. Just wanted to chime in uh, my perspective from someone not born in L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, I moved out to L.A. in 1988, and uh, I was a Bulls fan in and out, through, try, tried and true, 90s Bulls. They were my team. Mm-hmm. When Phil took over for the Lakers, I followed Phil to the Lakers. The Lakers became my team. Mm-hmm. But I'm an L.A. guy. So if the Lakers aren't winning and the Clippers win, hey, it's all good because the Clippers will never catch L.A. They're not a threat. So if the Clippers win, add that to the Lakers win, and we're over the Celtics. How about that? Yeah, You know what's funny is, and I appreciate you calling in, uh, Matt. You know what's funny? It, it has not – I don't think most people look at it as – I don't look at it as, well, it's the Clippers are going to catch the Lakers or something. We know there's no comparison there. I think it's just you're so spoiled and you're looking at your own team and all you care about is the success of your own team. Who's in your way, right? The Sacramento Kings were never going to pass the Lakers in every, anything, but in the Shaq Kobe days, they were kind of in the way. The Portland Trailblazers were kind of in the way. You, know, you kind of had these different teams that were in the way over the years. Maybe it was in the uh, magic days back in these, there are certain teams that Lakers had to get through, and of course Boston was the actual rival. Um, all right, let me uh, let me get another one in here. Let's go to let's go to Mike in Compton. Mike, appreciate you calling in. What's going on, Mike? Hey, what's up, Alan? Um, in the words of Charles Barkley, the Clippers have always sucked, man. The Clippers have always okay. Sucked. But, but let me let me let me throw it this way. Okay, that that's been the case. Um, they're playing good basketball right now. They're still in the, you know, they're still in the playoffs. Lakers are not in the playoffs anymore. Um, but it sounds like to me you're you're not turning over to what Ty Lue said and saying, okay, well, I'm going to cheer for the Clippers never, now because the never. Lakers. Never, I rather, Alan, Alan, I rather do community service than root for the Clippers. <laughs> I appreciate you calling in. All right, let me let me get let me get the other side of this. Stephen Lahabra, Steve. Uh, You've called in many times to the show. I know you are a Clippers fan. What's uh, what's kind of your take on the, on this topic? Okay. Well, first of all, the reason why I no longer like the Lakers anymore is because that last caller, they have no content. Let me back up a little bit why I'm a Clipper fan. Okay. It, it, there was a point where the Clippers had like a Hall of Fame UCLA team. It was Bill Walton, Marcus Johnson, Jamal Wilkes, and even Norm uh, Nixon was on that team mm-hmm. back in the day. I'm a UPS driver in beautiful downtown Long Beach. The former Clipper owner, Donald Sterling, owns a high-rise building on my route. Hmm. So the property manager would give me free tickets, and they were fifth row right hmm. behind the home player's bench at the, at the sports arena. That's when Charles uh, Smith was there, Danny Manning, Gary Grant. You know, that, that team, they, they made good runs against the Utah Jazz. 
I am a Laker. I was a Laker fan. If I had the first pick in the draft, it'd be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The second one would be Magic Johnson. Those are my teenage years. I went to every parade they had. I loved the Kobe Shaq era. But then it got to when people would wear Laker jerseys, or especially when Kobe changed his number. And I would ask people, name me the, the starting lineup for the Lakers. And, and, and they would, you know, Kareem, Magic, uh, you know, they didn't have an answer. But most, so, Steve, but I'll, I'll tell you this. But, but, it, would you agree with this? Okay, you're probably going to run into some of those. There's going to be people that yeah. just kind of jump on the wagon because the Lakers are playing well. Uh, use last year as an example. LeBron and Anthony Davis, you probably had people cheering for the Lakers that aren't your diehard, let's say, Laker fan and more of a casual fan. But the fan base is very, very knowledgeable about their team. It's It's not like, you know, for the most part, you're going to find somebody who's a Laker fan is knowledgeable about the team, the history, and everything else, but you're holding that against... It's a brand that I think picks up fans just because they're such a popular brand. Yes, I completely agree. And what uh, what, what, what Coach Lou said will never happen. You know, it'll never happen. The Clippers are building their own arena. They need to go there, stop being the JV team. You know, like say, um, you know, I'm a Rams fan and, and, and uh, the Chargers are going deep in the playoffs. I'll kind of root for the Chargers. You know, I live in Orange County, so, you know, if the Dodgers are not threatened by Angels fan at all, so if the Angels are doing kind of well, they might watch and go, yeah, that cute little team over there. But as far as Laker fan wanting to be, you know, root for the Clippers, that'll never happen. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you calling in, Steve. Thank you for calling in. All right, Love we, the show, buddy. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. We're, we're going to take more of your phone calls when we come back. Um, I got to, you know, I, I got to also get into a couple of the clips that Magic mentioned so I'm going to do that when we come back as well. Um, I thought it was interesting. It was actually a tweet that I was reading. 710 ESPN put out a tweet uh, this morning, and it was uh, coming directly from Magic, and it had kind of something to do with statues and LeBron James. And I, I want to have that conversation of what is the criteria for having a statue outside of Staples Center. I think everybody's going to kind of have their own opinion on this. Plus, I'll take more of these calls that we've obviously been getting into. 877-710-ESPN. Appreciate you guys being a part of the show. This is Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN. All right, a couple quick calls here before I get into uh, the criteria for a statue outside of Staples Center. Hisam in Fountain Valley. Hisam, appreciate you calling in. Hisam, you a Clippers fan? Hey, Alan, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I'm a Clippers fan. Okay. Uh, give me, right. just real quick, I, I want to get your perspective. I'll ask you kind of a question first, and we'll let you, uh, you know, we'll let you kind of enjoy this moment here. Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. Okay, so this is a question I have. Yeah. Um, would you even want Clipper? would you want Laker fans to root for the Clippers at this point? That's number one. And number two, when the Lakers are on their run, are you cheering for them or are you cheering against them? So I kind of look at it from the perspective of like what what are the kind of hurdles that the Clippers would have to clear or like what are the indicators that the Clippers have reached success, right? And mm-hmm. you kind of look at like radio stations. Lakers got their own radio station that has multiple shows covering them throughout the day. Lakers or the Clippers basically only get coverage on game day. So I'm like, you know what, you want Clippers, you really have this you know this hurdle of having to get a level a level of success where you get coverage all day and so in that regard i think it's from a hard work perspective i don't expect either team's fan base to root for the other one Mm -hmm. and real quickly i just wanted to mention as far as the clippers and the suns in the current situation i find myself in a bit of an awkward situation because i look at chris paul and of like the heart and the level of you know blood sweat and tears that he put into the clippers in his time here that i'm finding it excruciatingly hard to root against the suns in this series 
where I'm pretty much happy for them. And I'm just like, in that regard, I find myself awkwardly in line with Laker Nation in that regard because I'm like, the Clippers, you guys have had your opportunities in the past and you just keep blowing them. And it's like, how many years can you like go by before other more deserving teams, you know, come, he, into, the, he saw, come into the fold? He saw, you know? Yeah, I appreciate you calling in. You sound like an incredibly nice sports fan. I, I, listen, let me say this. Um, if you find yourself rooting a little bit for Chris Paul as a Clippers fan, you are probably not as big of a Clipper fan as you thought because um, I, I get your point. I understand what you're saying. In, in regards to, you know, I, I want to make something clear here. It's not like the Lakers just started yesterday having some success and all of a sudden, you know, you have the attention of all, like you said, the only time Clippers get any coverage would be on a game day where the Lakers, it's a conversation all the time. Obviously, this station, we're home of the Lakers, everything else. You got to have something to talk about. You know, it, it, it's not smart for us. We we know this at this radio station. It's very simple. This is L.A. from a sports perspective. There are times where the Rams are going to be a hot topic. There are going to be times where the Clippers are a good topic. Right now, the Clippers are a good topic. But let me tell you what is always of interest to L.A. when it comes to sports. The Lakers and the Dodgers. Right? That's a That's a no-brainer. Um, I'll only talk on the Lakers part of this. It didn't start yesterday. So I, I think some of the moves that Bomber is making, right? Bomber going and saying, we're going to go build a stadium in Inglewood and we're going to kind of have our own turf and we're going to, you know, and this might take 20 years to finally actually have an imprint in LA where you feel like, oh, wow, they've really kind of changed the perception of this franchise. Lakers have been winning, you know, since they came here. Um, think about the amount of championships. Lakers have 12 NBA championships here in L.A. 12. Five in the Showtime era. One with the Jerry West, Wilt Chamberlain era. Five with Kobe and Shaq and then Kobe and Gasol. One with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. You know how many freaking championships that is? So I, I say that because that success was built over such a long period of time. It's impossible. I don't know if this is a great example, but I'm going to throw this one out there. Brooklyn all of a sudden has a team out there in uh, in New York. They had a good team. Now, they got hit with injuries. They're out of the playoffs, and you know certainly there's a really good conversation with Brooklyn. Can you imagine what the ratio is between Knicks fans to uh, Nets fans in New York area? And you just you know watch New York for the first time to make the playoffs in how long and actually have a little bit of a run. Uh, Madison Square Garden was it looked like they won a championship after winning Game Two. I was joking around with Travis. I'm like, Trav, act like you've been there before. Travis like they haven't been there for a while. So I saw I saw the you know the point that he was trying to make there. Okay, a couple more quick calls here. Max in North Hills. Max, what's going on? You're on uh, you're on Lakers talk. What's going on, Max? Alan, thanks for taking my call, man. You got it, buddy. Big Clipper fan. Okay. Uh, just wanted to set the record straight for some of these uh, Laker fans out there. I, I got a lot of Laker fans. My whole family's like Laker fans, so mm-hmm. I get it. Um, not all of us Clipper fans are arrogant. In fact, I, I can understand the the bitterness that they have when they see all these billboards around the L.A. My Way, you know, that stuff. That's all corn dog, man. A lot of us Clipper fans, we all know that's that's really corny, and not all of us really are about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can understand the the, the the hatred that comes from a lot of this stuff, but uh, I don't expect any Laker fans to root for Clippers at all. Like like me, I'm a Clipper fan. My two favorite teams are the Clippers and anybody that plays the Lakers. That's just 
that's just how it goes for me. It's just hey, and but, but I, let, can, I, like can, I, can I tell you something? There's nothing wrong with that. If you're if you're a Clippers fan, I appreciate you calling in. All right. If you're a Clippers fan, I completely understand. I'm sure you were rooting for the Phoenix Suns the way I'm rooting for the Phoenix Suns now. You see, we're both at one point we were both rooting for the same team in these playoffs. That, but you know, I, I go back to this. That's what makes, in my opinion, this is just from my perspective. That's what makes sports fun. That's what makes it fun. And I'm not talking about anything else, any other extra curricular. That's all stupid. I mean, I, I I think I've told this story before. You know, one of my coolest sports moments. I went to a Lakers Celtics game in Boston. You know what jersey I was rocking? I was rocking Magic Johnson, a purple road jersey, 32. Um, wore that jersey directly into the TD Waterhouse Boston. I don't know. What they, I don't know what they call it anymore. You know how many compliments I got about that jersey? You know how many compliments by, hey, man, that's a cool jersey? There was respect from Celtics fans to a Laker fan that was wearing a Magic Johnson jersey. So that's that's the part of sports that I remember the most. That's the part of uh, sports that you want your team to win. You want your squad to win. And are you a little salty and bitter when your team's not in it? And, and if I'm, you know, I think Matt was a perfect example right there. You should be proud about your team right now. I think you should be walking around if you're a Clipper fan saying, yep, we're still in it, and you're not. Now, just expect Laker fans are going to run their mouth too, but I go back to this. I genuinely think that's what makes sports as fun as it is. Nothing past that, right? Like, at the end of the day, it's just sports. um, This is a perfect example right now. Dodgers are playing the Padres right now. Um, We know who the Dodgers' real rival is. It's the San Francisco Giants. Travis talks about it. He's like, oh, I just I just want the Giants to lose. I find it comical, but that's that's what makes sports, I think, as exciting as it does. All right, I'll take a couple more calls. I'm going to have to wait to this statue talk a little bit later. This, uh, this has been too good of a conversation. And I actually kind of like getting a little bit different of a perspective because I know I can get on Lakers talk. I get this opportunity to interact with Laker fans as much as I do, and there's nothing more that I enjoy doing than having that interaction with Laker fans. Um but this is kind of, you know, weird territory here. I'm watching these games, and Lakers aren't in it, and Clippers are still are. They're in the Western Conference Finals. All right, let's take uh, let's take another quick call here. Let's go to Aaron in Pasadena. What's going on, Aaron? Hey, what's going on? Huge Laker fan here. I'm 39 years old. I'll be 40 this year. So I've spent some time here, and I remember when the Clippers were at the Staples Center. And we didn't, as Laker fans, we didn't hate those Clippers as much as we do now. There was a shift. Mm-hmm. Before, in L.A., we didn't pay any attention to the Clippers. They were just the cute little brothers who always lose, who always lost. We would get free tickets. A guy, a caller mentioned free tickets. It wasn't just you, sir. Everyone's getting free tickets. I was getting free tickets <laughs> at my church to get to the Clipper games. And we didn't hate them. What happened is they started to have they started to be disrespectful during the Lobson era. They started to say things like "We own L.A. Mm-hmm. We're holding it down. We're running it." Now you happen to be in a town where we are spoiled. You mentioned it. We have two of everything, but the Lakers have twelve championships here. The Clippers, uh, the the Sparks have success. The Galaxy have success. All the major franchises here in L.A. have success except for the team that started to run their mouth. 
Can I let me let me jump in here, Aaron? Let, let me jump in here. But I think there's more to this. I think it's not just that. I think it's also because the Clippers now all of a sudden. Can I tell you something? Clippers can win a championship this year. That can happen. That has a lot to do with it too. It's the fact that they're good. It's the fact that they got an owner who money ain't an object. What's he worth now? $70 billion? It's one thing when that team is not a threat to the Los Angeles Lakers. It's another thing when they're a threat. The Golden State Warriors, um, you know, when they were having their run, you couldn't really pay too much attention to the Warriors specifically because the Lakers weren't good at that point. Yes, the Lob City run, Lakers weren't good, Clippers are good, Clippers were blowing out the Lakers, they were kind of, you know, for all the years it felt like they were um, taking advantage of the Lakers. They should, I don't blame them, you know, that's and that's what that fan base should be doing, that's what that fan base should be, um, you know, obviously getting excited for the fact that they got a chance to win an NBA championship, but I think it more has to do with they got in the Lakers' way, as in just these last couple of years. You know, last season coming into the uh, start of the season, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard go to the Clippers. Lakers and LeBron James, Anthony Davis are with the Lakers. This was a legitimate threat. One Lakers, you might not get number 17 because Clippers might be in the way. So I think it has more to do with that, at least for me, right? They're, they're in the way. Um and, you know, the way this playoffs have played out. And listen, again, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, they got this series against the Phoenix Suns. When's Chris Paul going to come back? Is Kawhi Leonard going to be available? Um, but they, they're they in the mix. None of these four teams, I'm going to get into this in top NBA stories, none of these four teams that are left, it, it's not like any of them have this clear-cut advantage. Now, if Clippers got Kawhi back, yeah, that might be the best team left in the playoffs. I can make a case. I'd probably say if everything stays as is, um, maybe you can make the case that Milwaukee actually has the best talent of what's remaining. But nonetheless, I, I, for me, it has more to do with the fact that they're they're good, right? That they're they're actually competitive. They're in the mix. Somebody tried to give an example of the Rams and the Chargers, AFC, NFC. You don't face these, you know, Dodgers, Angels. ALNL, these two teams don't go up against it. No, Lakers, Clippers, you play each other. You know, you are in the same division. You might face each other to come out of the Western Conference Finals. I know it's never happened, but a lot of the conversation in the last two years, you would thought that these two teams would cross paths. They still haven't crossed paths. Um, okay, I'm going to lay out what we got going on here over the next half hour, Laker fans. So when we come back, I'm going to do top NBA stories. I want to talk about some of this Ben Simmons stuff, the four teams that are remaining. We'll talk a little bit about the Philadelphia 76 Brooklyn. Just kind of an overview of the top, top layer of NBA subjects. So we're going to do that coming up next. 8.15, Brad Turner is going to come on. I think this will be a great conversation. And then I'll take more phone calls at about 8.30, so in about a half hour or so. So if you want to hang on the lines, I know we got uh, still a full set of phone lines. You're more than welcome to do so. If not, 8.30, I'll take some more calls. Appreciate you guys being a part of the show this is Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN. 